Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on several platforms, and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. I admit that when I read something beautifully written or I hear a song or a voice that's amazing, it's easy to find myself thinking, well, I can never do that, so why try? We find ourselves being daunted by the talents we see around us or by the successes of others, their intelligence, their innovation, even the measure of their faith and goodness. It's easy to say, they're just better than me and that's it. I give up or I'll just settle for being the lesser, the loser of sorts. This is a kind of competitiveness where we're basing our own value on someone else. Some people see another succeed and that makes them want to beat them. It's a kind of motivation to success. Others think they're out of their league and they give up on their own aspirations in the face of what they see as certain disappointment, knowing what they know or think they do of their own inadequacy against what they've seen others accomplish. But what's come to me about this is that when we let go of the fixation on competitiveness, on having to be better than another, we have a wonderful opportunity to simply appreciate with joy the beautiful things that others can do. People that do well will likely be the first to tell you of their inspirations in doing what they do. We can see what others do and let it inspire us, help us to recognize and relish the beautiful qualities they've expressed and to let their work touch us in a way that makes us want to share our own light. And that's the important thing. We are inspired not to be like them or to be them, but to be like ourselves, to take what we have touched and inspired by their offerings and and then let those move us forward in utilizing our own very special gifts, our talents, and our unique offerings to the world. Competitiveness has a lot of ego in it. Letting another inspire us to cherish our own gifts and share them, more of an expression of God's design when he made us, is so much more powerful because of that. It's more right, it's more free and satisfying and more natural. I know that I've talked about comparisons before on this program, and I'm reiterating that here, but we can truly take in what's around us, not ignore it as somehow distracting from our own work or whatever. We can be still and listen. We can acquaint ourselves with others and their gifts. This is a beautiful acceptance of God's presence around us, soul dancing through our lives in various ways, And these expressions by others can really feed us rather than distract or disturb us. I find when I take the work of another, whether it's someone in the field I'm working in or in another area of arts or whatever, and, and I take it and just fully appreciate it, I just fully see it and feel it, it doesn't lead me to a place of despair or of needing to copy it. It just fills me with a sense of contentment. It expands my thinking and feeling. It makes me want to listen for my own inspiration, to be touched even more by what God would have me see and then express in my own way. Taking that standpoint has been so healing. I'm not saying I never compare and compete or 
alternately that I just despair at my own inadequacies. It happens, but it's getting easier to catch that activity and to realize that I'm pretty much shutting the door on something God would have me say or do. I'm dissing what he made and closing myself off to the inspiration that's wanting to come come in just for me. Some inspiration that might lead to something that can touch someone else, whether I even realize it or not. I recently watched a wonderful documentary about the Beatles. Uh, it showed them developing new material and rehearsing. There were moments where I'd hear Paul McCartney just beginning to work on something so iconic and familiar and wonderful and just playing through a few lines without the full lyrics or the final products, just coming up with an idea. I was in awe of these amazing songs just coming out of him like that. How do you write these classics? How does that just come to you and then come forth out of you? But, you know, on the heels of that awe comes a sense of how these ideas, while certainly brilliant, did not come fully formed. They were inspirations that he and the others believed in and caressed into being, grew them into what they were meant to be. That's inspiring and it's reassuring. I can look at that and in no way expect to be a songwriter like Paul McCartney, but it can make me want to be a songwriter, to listen for inspiration, to believe in what I hear, to give it a chance. Doesn't mean I won't compare a bit, but it also means I won't give up. The work of another inspires me rather than discouraging me. I find that perspective really, really helps. We all have songs in us, musical or otherwise, because God gave us a special light to shine. We can allow others to light our candle when it starts to flicker out, but we are still our own flame, taking on its own life and growing and then inspiring others along the way. Not because we're better than anyone else, but because we are amazingly ourselves. Hope that's helpful. Let me know if you have any questions or want to talk more about your divine purpose or your spiritual journey. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.